What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Offset Podcast. My name is Greg Farnham, joined by my buddy Ian Messina, and this is episode four. We're super excited to get into this one because we're going to be talking about how to introduce yourself to new clients and get business for your video production company. And ultimately, it's it's what's that reach out process, and when you have that reach out, how does it go? What are the conversations you should really be having with that client or with that brand? And then from there on, it's how do you sustain that relationship and build that relationship with the mm-hmm. client? You know, you don't want one-off projects all the time. Sometimes you want to work with people you love doing business with. So, yeah, we hope you enjoy this one, and uh, we'll see you inside. Yeah, so today we're talking about introducing yourself to new clients, some things to avoid, some things to do to try and land those new clients and new people that you're working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess jump into it. What's your first first thing you have to say about that? Yeah, so I mean, for, for me, it was honestly in the beginning, obviously the new clients are people that maybe your family knows, maybe your friends knows, or even your friends, right? But at mm-hmm. some point, I feel like you have to break out of that and start chasing after clients yourself, you know, instead of just waiting for clients to come to you, you might get to a point where you're like, all right, my production company or where I'm at, we need to actually go and pursue clients. Cause that's where you see a lot of the higher end people doing it. They're actually going out and saying, Hey, we have this idea. We're wondering if you're interested in it. How can we make this happen? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And a lot of times that conversation, people don't know how to have it. And you can almost, I would say, mess almost mess it up and like go about it the yeah. wrong way so that's why i think talking about this will help because it's going to give you a little bit more clarity about even how to start the conversation because that can be the scariest and hardest part yeah so what what i guess is your first thing and how you'd be approaching a new client so say mm-hmm. you know nothing about this person you found a brand yeah. that you want to work with and how would you go about reaching out to them and starting that like introduction and getting kind of your foot in the door, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, it's always funny to do this because you're literally coming at them with almost nothing. I think we live in a age where we have technology, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing I would start with, depending, again, this is going to differ between where you guys are. But for me, even personally, what I've recently started doing, there's, you know, the ski mountain that I'd love to have as a client or possibly somebody I'd like to work with. One, because my personal interest, I love snowboarding, right? And again, as as videographers, we have this crazy thing. We have this talent that everybody can benefit from. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can bring it into any other industry, anything, and, and yeah. have it. And that's what's cool because we can go and we can break into these industries that possibly nobody, like say if you're a carpenter, like yeah, maybe you could make tables for them or something like that. But like for us, it's like something mm-hmm. that we can do and we love. So I want to take the things that I love and also shoot things for them. So for me, it was, I saw they posted a video, I hit them up and I was like, Hey, this looks awesome. You've got a conversation going. And again, it always, it doesn't always have to be immediate. You know, yeah. sometimes people like go in cold Turkey and you can just be like, Hey, I want to, I have this idea. I'd love to pitch it to you. That sometimes can be almost too harsh. And you don't, you, ha- I think the whole idea is like build a relationship before, you know, you're going to ask a favor or you're going to mm-hmm. ask something. It's just like, if you're going to date somebody, like you're not going to walk up to a pretty like, girl. Let's date. And be like, yo, <laughs> we would be perfect together. <laughs> like, right. You would scare that girl away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more of a, hey, like, well, you know, what are you interested in? What do you need? What, yeah, you, you know? got to make sure those paths align yep. kind of. They have to be on the same trajectory where like 
your talent and what you're looking to do also meets what their goals of a company are, whatever they need to try and accomplish on their like marketing or media side. Yeah, because you don't know, right? Going back Mm -hmm. to the girl analogy, you don't know if she's going to be moving to Brazil the next day. You know what I mean? You can't just be going in there. Yeah, the company could be closing down, so you're like, oh, okay. All right, yeah, thank you. And then you wasted time putting this pitch together and all this other stuff. It's like, so, so I guess mm-hmm. go back to the beginning and like treat it like it's a real relationship. I mean, like if you guys want to have real great relationships with your clients, you've got to treat it like if it's another human being like yeah. that almost, that's a good way to look at it is pretend that that client or that brand or that whatever is another human there. You need to get to know the inner workings of them, maybe get to know the marketing manager, then get to know who's running the social media. Yeah. And that's kind of where it started is, I just hit them up after we were talking for a bit. And I was like, hey, you know, I'd love to collaborate on something in the future. Um, you know, this is kind of my idea. And then I sent them some of my work. And, and for me, I went and mm-hmm. I shot my buddy skiing like a year ago. I did nothing with it, but it came in handy now because I sent them footage. And I was like, hey, this yeah. is what I grabbed. And they're like, this looks great. Send us an email. So that that was almost the start of it. it I hit them up on social a social platform, Instagram. Um, that could be a way. But again, I think the best way to start a conversation is to just have regular conversations with them in the first place. Start try and reach out to brands and, and make sure they know that, you know, one, you like them, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not following a brand and you just hit them up and they see that, like that's just like a all right, this person's just trying to get something from us. You know yeah, they're I mean? just trying to get money. They're trying to get a gig to get paid. Yeah. It's not it's not they don't really care about our product or whatever we're trying to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, because it's it's ultimately one side and I guess we can go into the next part. Um for you, I guess when when you're going and you're looking at a new brand to work with what are your first steps trying to find or trying to you know work with them yeah i mean similarly to how you started like really already enjoying the brand so like Mm -hmm. already having some excitement about what the product is or what the services that they offer and then being able to go into that already having some background and knowledge about kind of what the company's doing and where they're going because you've been following them for a while so i think that first introduction is really great if you already know a lot about the company. So if you don't and you're trying to get into a company that you you don't know anything about, but you know they're trying to get into media or something, um, really do your research on that company. Because coming in and being able to talk the same language and really understand who they are as a company is going to go a long way in them sort of respecting you and like getting, you, getting more comfortable with you faster. Mm-hmm. So you can come in and do those projects and start like producing content for them. Um, I wanted to go back to something you mentioned earlier about like treating them like people. Mm-hmm. It is people. You're, yeah. These, co- these yeah. massive companies that are billion dollar companies, it's all people behind them. So if you can get in with those people and you're building good relationships with them, they want to bring on their friends. They want to work with people they like, people that are like fun to hang out with and shoot with. So if you can get into those relationships with those people, then you're getting into the relationship with the big company. Yeah, and, and um, that's but that's where people forget. People look at mm-hmm. a big brand, say like Nike or something like that. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is a huge company. There's no way I can get in. It's just like, hey, you. what about that person that you know? Go on LinkedIn and yeah. find somebody that works at that company and just start conversations see if you have see for instance like if if i knew that what i don't i don't know the person directly because i i messaged the brand the Mm -hmm. the actual company so i'm not talking one-to-one with a a person i don't know their actual name but i'm talking to the brand like you said like they're a person because 
Again, yeah. there's a real person behind the keyboard, behind that phone, actually sending the message back to me. I don't know their name yet, but at some point, mm-hmm. I want to know their name. And, I, and I'd love to get on a level where I can be like, hey, you know, Joe or whoever it is. And you get yeah. on that one-to-one level with them and be like, hey, this is another human being trying to help out another human being. You know, we have to kind of get away from, and I think in the beginning, when you're starting out, you're like, you have dream clients, I guess you could call it, right? Yeah. And it's almost scary to reach out to them because you're like, oh, what are they going to think about me or this or that? And, and some people think that brands just come and knock on their door. I see a lot of creatives go, you know, if only somebody gave me a budget to work, you know, I imagine what would happen. Well, a lot of times the people that actually have the budget, you need to reach out to them first. And yeah. it's not You need just to show about- them what you can do and like... Yeah. bring them value and they'll be like okay yeah you can you can do this yep let's move forward with another project mm-hmm. and it's not just about again getting it's not going to be the first video again it's not yeah. going to be unless unless you're let's go back to the treat it like people you need to be the best way to do this is almost getting an introduction and i think you can kind of go off of that if you get an yeah. introduction how does that help yeah so not having like a cold intro a cold intro would be you emailing or cold calling and be like hey I'm so-and-so from a production company. I'm trying to do this video. I have a pitch for you. Let's do something. Um, Getting somebody that sort of has a mutual relationship. So if you know a friend who knows somebody at the ski mountains, so to say, like what you're working on, or you know um, your mom has a friend who works at this company, getting that introduction and then having somebody else who already has a relationship with that company or the brand introduce you is going to go over a lot better. And it comes back to just like building that trust and that comfort with you faster. If you're coming in with no background, they have no nothing about you, then it's going to be a lot harder to kind of like not break down the walls, but get closer and build that trust in the relationship with them. If you're coming in with a friend and somebody's like, Hey, this dude's awesome. He creates awesome videos. And that's somebody that they trust already. That's instant trust gained with you and what you're doing and what you want to do. So getting that like warm open is what it's called instead of a cold open is going to help push that further faster. And again, it changes too, depending on what niche you're in. You see a lot of people like directors that are just in music videos. They can Mm -hmm. go into a company or let's call an artist a lot quicker and say, this is the work I have done. Do you like it? And they can kind of get a read on a lot quicker. If you're Mm -hmm. just breaking into a new niche for me, I've never done a ski. Like I've done, I've shot ski videos in the past, like just for my buddies who race and that that helped because I have footage that I actually can show them that I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. And they can be like, wow, this guy actually knows what he's already doing. That helps. But if you're going into a company, you've never shot anything like that before. You're kind of on more of the defense and understanding that you, you don't have anything yet ready to show them that that you've done before if you have a hundred music videos you're more likely to get the gig than the person who has one or two you know mm-hmm. so understand you that you have a record of, of proven yeah. success instead of just like blind faith basically. or hey this is my idea you should jump on it because again look at these big brands they have so much they're sifting through so many things like mm-hmm. and it, everybody wants to work with them everybody. these big brands everybody's sending them messages like hey i want to do something for you i want to yep. do this yep so they need to find the ones that are going to actually perform and and be quality candidates for their media. So I guess going off that, how do you stand out from everybody else trying to pitch all their ideas, trying to get in with them? Again, it's different if you're working with an agency and they're representing you, but yeah. how do you say, say you're you know, a director or a DP wanting to do work, how do you stand out or even get your foot in the door? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting topic. And like, I don't know if it fits a lot how I how I work because I again work through a lot of pr- other production companies so they're finding the clients a lot of the times, um, 
But I think it always comes back to being having those relationships because mm -hmm. those relationships is what's going to like put you ahead of the pack. Even if your work's not the best, being a great person to work with and like them already knowing that, they're just going to be like, oh yeah, this guy's, he's great to work with. He produces good content. Let's take him. Yeah, that's it, so even true. Even if there's somebody else coming in doing that cold open that's like, hey, I have all this amazing stuff. And they're like, wow, it's really cool, but we know nothing about this guy. He could yeah. be a total dick to work with mm -hmm. and like not fun on production. Um, so I think it's just, yeah, building those relationships up and just being in constant contact. There's um, a company that I actually, uh, I don't have my glass on now, but Knockaround. Um, they're a sunglasses company out of California. Um, on Instagram, I would always like tag them in my posts and stuff. And eventually that built up a relationship. I wasn't asking for anything from the beginning. I was paying for these glasses 100% out of pocket and everything started posting, tagging them. They started sharing some of them, liking, interacting with my content. And then from there, I was able to build up that relationship with their social media person. And then eventually they were like, Hey, you want to sit like, we can send out some of the new glasses that we have. You want to check them out? do some posts I'm like sure yeah like just building up those relationships so going back to like the beginning is just like finding your way in with the people yeah don't don't focus on like going in there to make money focus on going in there to make friends and then taking that into making money and again that's going in there to make friends that's adding value this whole thing is about how do you add value for the client um and what you said about being great to work with, that's so huge. You could produce the mm -hmm. most amazing content, but if you suck to be on set with, you're they don't want to be on, yeah. You're not going to be on set. You're not going to get rehired. I think we brought this up before, but like, yeah, that, that, that's a huge thing. How do people, people like working with people they know, like, and trust, like what you, with mm -hmm. what you said. Um, and so if somebody, again, your future client that you'd love to work with, if they understand that this person is coming in to help us out with an issue we have and this will kind of segue into the next thing is like understand again that where the research comes in understand what they need understand what they want if you're coming in mm -hmm. to let's let's call it we'll do the music video shoot if you're coming in wanting to produce this really trippy like really crazy video and the artist doesn't want that they want a, a nice clean cut video but you're on the other end saying like oh you know you need a you need a trippy video yeah. you need this crazy effects not this like, is the new style you got to yeah, follow yeah yeah and it's just like they don't need that and you're basically talking to a brick wall at that point no, like, you're trying to force something yeah. where the person doesn't want it which is going to be even harder especially if you're coming in and introducing it to a new client yep like if you already have a client you're like oh okay, this is the new thing. We should try going a little more edgy with this video or something like that. That's different because they already have a relationship with you. They know and trust you for your work, especially if they've been coming back more than once. Um, but going into new people, you definitely want to focus a lot on what their needs are already before pushing what your wants are. Yeah. And, and that that's where the balance happens is understanding, hey, you know, and this is where I think I messed up in the beginning with approaching new clients was Again, I was a gearhead, like, and mm -hmm. so I would go in and be like, "Oh, this is gonna be amazing!" We can do all these crazy jib shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. We, can... we got we got the red on set, and yep. that's exciting to me, and that's pumping me up. And I'm like, "It would be amazing." You don't even know how this would look, yeah. and like to them, quality isn't that important. They don't care whether we shot on a DSLR or a red. They don't even yeah. know what the difference is. But to me, it's huge. But 
you need to look from the client's perspective. What do they know mm-hmm. about camera equipment? What do they know about all this stuff? Um, and a lot of times clients really don't know what they want yet. So you're there to walk them through that. You're there mm-hmm. to help them understand, hey, you know, what does a $1,000 budget look like? What does a $5,000 yeah. budget look like? What does a ten dollars or $50,000 budget look like? You know, you have to walk in knowing that you're educating these people. Mm-hmm. Don't just go to try and pitch them something. Go to try and be like, hey, yeah. We understand this is something that you know. It, again, it depends how if it's a, a cold open or a warm open. You gotta you gotta yeah. understand where these guys are at in knowing what they're creating. If it's somebody like a new you know company that has no clue about marketing or no clue about video, you might need to spend a little bit more time educating them on how video can actually help their company. If it's yeah. a well represented brand, they already have people shooting video. You need to understand, hey. How can I help them? And we're at this point where... Yeah, how can you do something different than what they already have? Yeah, and, and not in a, I'm trying to go in there and kick the next videographer out. You have to understand these larger brands might have 10 or 15 oh, video yeah. companies. They probably have in-house teams as yeah. well shooting video. Like yeah. they have, they have, They're getting video from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you differentiate yourself and what you can bring to the table? And again, this might be, you might go in there being like, wow, I'm super mm-hmm. excited. I want to work for this brand. Do a little research and go, hey... Maybe this isn't the best lineup. Maybe I yeah. shouldn't be the one trying to benefit them. Because again, everybody has a different style. Everybody has a different way of shooting. And you shouldn't go into that brand, understand, hey, they need something completely different than I'm creating. Change up your whole creative process just to you know help them out. Yeah. Again, there's times for that. But honestly, if you're not excited to shoot something for them, don't do it. You're going to be wasting both your times because then you're yeah. going to be creating something, one, you don't even like. And two, they're going to be kind of knocking, like, you're going to be like, You're going to be chipping away at each other. You're going to be taking your creative and taking it down and you're going to be going back at them like, no, we need to do this. And it's going to end up being a bad experience of shooting because you're just going to be like at each other the whole time trying to like overlap and overpower whatever the other person's ideas are. Even a waste of time, you know, and and that's what is the worst. People Mm -hmm. don't like their time to be wasted. So if, if you come in and you're just like super excited to, you know, again, shoot something that you think is amazing for them and they're like this isn't what we need, this isn't what we want, then yeah. again, you're wasting people's time. Don't do not do that. Maybe look at the next brand that you are you think, because again, you could research a brand that you think you don't like and you're like, wow, this is something they actually need. I can I can bring value to them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's again, the first couple things that I would do is just, like you said, understand who you're talking to. Understand there's people behind it. Look at, yeah. Look from their perspective. Don't just try and go in there to get a bunch of reds and jibs like I did in the beginning. Like, it, yeah. and again, I actually did that and we got the client. But at the end of the day, once we were done shooting it, the client was like, this is all right. Like, it's not something that I thought was going to come out of it. But, yeah. you know, it, it, it honestly hurt on both ends because we thought we produced something amazing and they didn't, you know, think it was yeah. that amazing. So then the relationship kind of just fades off. You're like, eh. And it didn't go anywhere from It was from cool, there. but yeah. it just, yeah, it didn't end up working. Um. So you talk about some interesting things there about like understanding where the client wants to go and what their needs are. Um, and we're actually kind of dealing with this right now, which I think we'll talk about in a whole other podcast episode, but I briefly want to touch on it. Um, so there's this company, this um, NGO, nonprofit organization um, called Ocean Alliance that does whale research and stuff like that. Uh, we actually had a meeting with them last week, was yeah. it? Um, Monday or this week? It was, it was oh, Monday yeah, earlier this week. This week. Yeah. Um, in the storm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we went down there not really having an idea of exactly what they needed. So we had a meeting with them. That's 
a great way to do it. Get some in-person time rather than just always communicating over email. So we're like, yeah, we'll come down. We'll just hang out for a little bit, check out the studio. No like obligations of like, oh, this is what we're going to be talking about. This is what we're doing. It's really just to have a conversation. And keep in mind, we did meet one of the guys at a drone Yes, yeah, so we'd already festival. met him in person. So again, we, we had already established something. And again, he had to leave, but we had a face-to-face interaction. So then, then when we sent the email, we said, "Hey, remember us? We were from this. We would yeah. love to come by and learn more." So that establishing that was that was the first um, kind of thing. Yeah. That that. And we, we actually yeah. we got the invitation to email him because we yeah. had talked to him. We're like, "Hey, we'd love to do something." He's like, "Oh yeah, here's my email." So he was already expecting that. It wasn't a cold like intro. Yeah. We weren't just reaching out like, "Hey, we love what you guys are doing. We want to come in and do something." So yeah, there was already that like introduction beforehand yeah so keep going on after um, you know but yeah so we had them. the meeting we he showed us some of the stuff that they had they already have a cinematographer that is out of australia that usually goes on a lot of their expeditions and shoots their projects um and going back and like watching a lot of their content um on their youtube channel and their website and stuff like that we really wanted to find a way that we could differentiate what we were doing from what was already being done and that's how we wanted to find like our way into it And one of the things that we really wanted to focus on was the story of why and how of what they were doing. There was a lot of information about like what they were doing, which was collecting um, whale DNA through their snot bot drone that was collecting through the blowhole stuff. A lot Um, of information there, but that's basically what they kind of do. And there was so many pieces that had been done about that and sort of the startup of the organization but there wasn't anything that was really telling the story of why they're doing it and how what they're doing is actually helping conserve the whales and keep them longer so that's that's really the direction that we plan on going in with our pitch and our video once we go back again and start like developing this more and once it gets into the summer when we can actually go out and film some of these whales yeah um but if we just went in there and we're like, hey, you know, we're really excited. We love what you guys are doing. Can we do a video on the Snotbot? And like yeah. not having any clue that 20 videos already had been produced on that piece of equipment. Yeah. He'd be like, you know, we're all set. We already have enough footage. And that's something he disclosed to us. He was like, guys, yeah. we have so much footage. We have so much footage. And, and they don't like, have editors. They just have people organizing the footage because they don't even know what to do with it. Because yeah. there's so much drone footage of what they're doing and the drone and stuff like that. Um, and that's where like, we can come in also being the production company, we can come in and be like, oh, well, we're going to shoot it and edit it. And now you don't need to deal with anything. You're not just going to have all this raw footage, which is what they've been gathered from most of these other places. Which um, is just sitting on hard drives and not doing anything for them right yeah, now. Yeah, and they don't know what to do with it because they're yep. not video people. They're, and we wouldn't expect them to either. scientists, yeah. they're whale yep. researchers. Um, and they've already had, like he said, like there's been a couple big... Um, companies DJI did a whole piece on it because they're using a DJI Inspire One. Uh, they're they had Vice News do a whole piece on them, which is a pretty big thing out of California. Um, so there's already a lot of things talking about what they're doing at yeah. the NGO. So going back to it and coming at it from a different angle, that's going to allow us to sort of work our way into it and then start building those relationships and and do some bigger projects with them in the future hopefully and and again for us where we went in there just to keep you guys you know understanding why we went in there we first off like we love just shooting cool stuff right yeah that's kind of our passion is like shoot stuff that's actually gonna like make an impact that's gonna do stuff so Mm -hmm. another thing that they were we were talking about is slow motion work you know um greg has done some slow motion work with the phantom and we showed him some of that you know the pieces that you put together and and they're like oh 
you know, then what they actually did was they saw what Greg did and was like, can we get a video in slow motion of the drone going through, yeah. you know? How can we utilize your talents for what yeah. we're doing that's different from everything else? And they almost got, they, they came to the conclusion of, hey, we can utilize this to even help research, understand, hey, when we're flying at this specific angle, if the Petri dishes are getting the most coverage, we're getting the most information, the most mm -hmm. data. So not only are we getting a cool shot on our end, but we also can give them that shot in slow motion and they can use it. And that brings value on the actual, yeah. you know, spot where they can be like, hey, this is helping us. Not only is it going to be a cool edit, but we can actually further our scientific research because of this shot. Yeah. And then we bounced off an idea of like, can we get a slow motion video of, you know, the actual blowhole? Like that's never been captured before. That's something we didn't know about, but that's something that, again, it's yeah. a conversation. You're trying to uncover different things to add value for the client. Yeah. I was just going to say that same thing. Like it's all just about starting that conversation. Cause we went in there not knowing exactly what we were going to shoot, not trying to pitch anything, just having that conversation. And then they came out of that. Okay. These are some cool ways we can utilize you guys to accomplish these different things, either the research or the slow motion, understanding how the drones flying through it and doing some different things than what they've been able to do in the past because of the skills and stuff that we're able to bring to the table. Yeah. And on top of that, they also were just like, Hey, this is what we're looking for in the future. Again, you're not going to mm -hmm. go in there and pitch somebody something and they're going to be like, oh, this is exactly what we need. No. And, and you're also going to understand that once you do this video for them, once you add value, the next time they need something done, they might give you a call because you've built that relationship before. They mm -hmm. didn't even know you existed, you know? And then yeah. in the future, they're like, hey, we have this project that we're putting together. Nobody knows about it yet, but, you know, it's going to be big. We'd love to get something captured for it because it's not even created yet. So that also mm -hmm. puts something in the back of our minds, which is just like, hey, once this is done, once they actually start building this, then we can come in and talk to them and kind of just document what they're doing, document what they're creating there, document what they're building. Yeah. Um, and before, we had no clue that even existed. We had no clue that what they were building could be bigger than just, you know, us grabbing cool shots of, you know, oh, whales. whales. <laughs> that's, that's how it started. We were like, oh, this, yeah, seems, this, seems, be sweet. <laughs> this seems cool that these guys seem like they're doing something that's amazing and is going to help the earth, the, the planet, and we should go and document that. But now, instead of just understanding that they fly through snot, we understand what their game plan is for the next possible five to ten years. Yeah, what their goals are, yeah, where well, they want to go, where they want to, like, expand into. Um, and I think a good way to do that with new companies is not necessarily new companies that are like coming up, but new companies you want to work with is start with something small. So start with a small project just to get your foot in the door. So start with doing some sort of little social media thing before you just go in and pitch on doing like a full, like 10 minute documentary. That's going to need all this crew and this huge budget, like go in there and just do something that helps benefit them in a small way to start like building it up. And then, yeah, once you've done that first thing, Oh, they like that oh yeah, let's have them come on for the next project, which might be a little bigger. And then you'll build up to those bigger projects. Like you're not, you can't expect to just go into a company and be like, Hey, give me a hundred thousand dollar budget. Yeah. We're going to do this crazy thing. It's going to be the best thing ever. We're going to sell all your products and it's going to be awesome. Cause there's no trust there already. There's, there's, you, exactly. you just came in the door trying to force your services on somebody else. Imagine if like mm -hmm. you were out walking on the street, McDonald's comes up to you and just like, yo, eat, eat this, this hamburger. hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> Or try, try our new mm -hmm. hot dog that we just invented. It's like, yeah. wait, what? Like, I'm not, I don't want, I, I don't, you don't even know if I want this. I could yeah. be vegan. You know, you, you, there's, you don't know anything about that person you're selling to. Yep. So giving that, again, you're putting feelers out there and you're creating, you're giving the, the company little wins. You know what I mean? And until they go, hey, 
you've done enough work for us that we can trust you to give you a ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollar budget and mm-hmm. you can help us get to the next level and we know you you're the people to actually achieve that. You know, we Definitely. people need to understand that you can't just go in there and you know, like break the door down and go, hey, you need my services. Because that's the thing that frustrates me is there are a couple creatives that I know that are like, oh, if people only knew the value that I bring them, if people only knew, it's just like, well, then figure out different ways to bring value. Show to them. them the value. Show them the value. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> give put, them the value before like getting paid for yeah, it. Yeah. Like, and be like, hey, this is, this is a case study. We, we've done this before. That's mm-hmm. another thing. If you have nothing, again, if you've never done a documentary and you go into a company saying you need a documentary, you need this, you need that, but you've never done it and you have no mm-hmm. case studies, good luck, right? Yeah. But if you've done it, you've had 10 case studies, you go, hey, this is what I offer and you need to be confident in what you're bringing. You know, that's the big thing where I yeah. failed is like I'd talk to clients and I'd go, uh, they go, how? so what are we doing? What are we bringing? It's like, I just want to shoot a video for you. And they're just like, all right, but like how is this going to help? What's this going to do? How much is this going to cost? Like. Just you got to be go. You got to go in and be confident in what you're actually going to produce. Because if you're not confident, mm-hmm. who's going to be confident for you? And then you're instantly exactly, that yeah. client's instantly going to be like, this guy has no clue what he's doing. Definitely. Um, I want to go back to sort of the beginning and intro of this. I don't know how much time we have left. Yeah, I'm gonna just restart the cameras real quick. Are they rolling? Yeah. Did they cut? Right, let's start this one. Is that rolling? It did. Now it's rolling. Um, yeah, keep going. Yeah. So going back to sort of like the basics, going to like how to actually get that introduction. Okay. Um, yeah. So I know a couple of the ways that we've done it is obviously going on like the company's website, finding, um, different like contact information, either email or social Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that. And then how do you like make that initial, initial reach out? That initial leap? Yeah. Okay. Um, because I think that's an important thing that people don't always know how to do. Like we were talking about doing that cold open. Like how do you do a cold open well? Because you can't always have an introduction. You can't always meet yep. somebody face-to-face first before you like start doing stuff with them. Um, so what are some tips that you have or that you've used to do those cold opens through social media? So if it, so if it has to be a cold open, like yeah. there's no other way around If it, if it has to be a cold it. open, you don't know anybody there, you really want to work with this company, it's somebody that you're passionate about or some product that you're passionate about and you want to bring them value, how do you go about introducing yourself? Okay, so I guess this is tough because there's, again, this is going to differ between what brand it is, who you're looking to work for, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I feel like when you first, again, get into the cold open, um, my initial thing is understanding, well, 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 have I done research on this brand? Sure. Okay. So I've done, say I've done research. Yeah, you've looked them up. You know the brand. You I know the something brand. something that you use, something that you're like, you're but familiar with. But we've never with. talked before. Nothing. But you've never so, talked. So yeah. I guess, honestly, it's starting, you need to introduce yourself. People need to know who you are, what you're bringing to the table, um, you know, how long you've been doing your thing. Uh, if you're, if you basically send something out and you're mm-hmm. just like, hey, this is... You know, honestly, I, I can't, I'm going to back up and go into more of like, say if you're an artist, right, and you have music and you're trying to get to, you know, different brands or whatever, and you're trying to help them out with like your music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to make sure they know what kind of music you're producing, that you're making. So I guess going back to us, like 
they need to know yeah. what kind of content you're making. So if you, if you want, send them the previous projects you've done. I guess I guess it does matter what you've done beforehand yeah. and what you've done and what you're looking to do. So for me, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm Ian Messina. Um, I'm a cinematographer, editor. Um, I work with brands to help tell their story the best. You know, I, you need to establish what you're doing mm -hmm. right away because people don't have time to open an email and read five pages. You yeah. know, you need to keep it short, sweet. Also, make it easy to read. Don't send, you know, chunks of paragraphs. Send yeah. one or two lines, then space, space, you know, or enter, enter, one or two lines, yeah. one or two. Make it easy to consume and make it easy for them to respond back to you. Don't leave it yeah. open-ended. So I guess... Definitely, you know, yeah, like end, end with asking like a question or yeah. like trying to set up a meeting or something like that. Like what time would be best to chat about this? Or is there somebody that you can direct me to that would be like in charge of your marketing or yeah. your video department yeah. or something like that? So asking for specifics, not just being like, hey, this is who I am. I want to shoot a project for you. That's it. They're, like, then they're, they're like, like, what do we do with that? <laughs> we, we don't know. You're not, there's nothing specific that you're trying to get out of that company. Um, and be respectful of their time too. Yeah. Like really understand like, okay, people are busy. They probably get hundreds of emails a day, especially if it's a bigger company um, or a more popular company. Yeah. So yeah, being respectful of their time, not making them read a ton of emails, not making it huge paragraphs, just short introductions like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. I'd love to do something with you. Let's chat. Yeah. And, 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 again, and if they're interested and they're in that place where they want to talk about doing projects and they're doing video marketing and stuff already, then they'll probably reach back, reach out back to you. Yeah, and it goes back to that girlfriend analogy. You're not going to say that girl gives you her number, right? You're not yeah. going to hit her up and go, hey, what what's your favorite color? You know, um, where are you from? And ask her 60 different questions. You know, yeah. you're going to start. Like 20 questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do that. Fill out this survey about who you are. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll decide if we're good or not. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a, hey, let's start, have a conversation, introduce yourself, Understand who, make sure they understand who you are, what you're trying to bring to the table, and then just leave an open-ended question. Don't leave a yes or no. If you end the end the conversation with, would you like yeah. to work with me? And it's a yes or no question, they're going to be like, well, like, I still have so many more questions, yeah. you know? And then it goes back to it's, how it's to you build word. the conversation, start the conversation. Yeah. That's really what this first email should be. It should be initiating the conversation that can go further and go deeper and really understand them and you, but do it in a way that's not like just forcing all of this information on them at once. Yeah, Make so it up to them. Give once it, give once you get that, what, what do you think? Say, say you get the conversation started. You say, you know, honestly, also try and get on the phone as early as possible. Email's great and mm -hmm. it's, I love it. It's, it's awesome for communication, but your tone of voice, the way you represent yourself, the way you get excited about talking about the project. Yeah, it doesn't I, come through in an email. It doesn't come through an email. I'm almost getting to the point where I think I'm going to start filming videos like with this, honestly, this next project that I have, I'm going to film a quick video and explain it verbally and, and write almost like you've yeah. done on your past projects and say, like, hey, you know, this is my idea for the project. Let's do this and this and this and this. Doing and like, like a video pitch. It's actually yeah. a great idea. I, I don't know because like that. email is great, but like they don't get to know you. If, and again, video is such a powerful tool. You have to understand yeah. this. Video is such a powerful tool. Somebody can know you before they've they've even met you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's so cool to understand because you can take that information and go, all right, I'm going to shoot this video once and I'm going to send it out to them. Mm -hmm. And if that person who's the the gate or the head manager sees it and like, oh, wow, this is great. Let me send it to my boss. And yeah. then, oh, this is it's a way great. to stand out to too because everybody else is just sending, sending emails. Sending emails. Yeah. So if you can do something in that to differentiate or like already have sort of like, 
I don't want to say get into like storyboarding or like concepts yet because it really is just like no, an initial, it's just an idea. But have something in that initial email that stands out, like even a, a photo of you or something. Yeah. Like a link to your website where they can check and learn more about you. Some way that they can get to know you better than just the email signed Greg or signed Ian yeah. at the bottom. Because then you're again like you're, you're gonna look like everybody else. And mm-hmm. honestly, you have to do something that nobody else is thinking about. That's where this comes down to. You got to understand that. There's millions of people out there that possibly want to do the same thing you're doing. How do you come up with something that's never been done before and how do you do it, you know, well? And honestly, just try it. You might fail and you might go, oh, well, that didn't work. But if you didn't do it, you'd never know if it it would work or not. So you got to just test these little things. Like that was just an idea I'd come up with before I came here. I was like, you know what? Instead of just because they sent me a DM and was like, hey, we love this idea. And I said, if you're interested, I'd love to explain more to you. And they're like, send us an email explaining more to them. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm I love talking like to people. I love having an interactive re- yeah. like relationship, and so I feel like they could understand my passion for telling a story and creating a film for them um, by seeing me actually explain it in person. And then when I jump on a phone call with them, they go, "Oh, hey, Ian," and they under they already recognize my voice. They understand who I am. So like, yeah, they've seen you. They can yeah. put a face to your yep your to voice already. Yeah. So that that would be I think that's a recommendation. Honestly, you guys can steal that. To, you know, send emails with. I have a friend who sends bomb bombs. If you don't know what that is, it's just like a. a an application that allows you to send video over uh, emails and you can mm-hmm. shoot the e- the bomb bomb over email and send it immediately. Um, and, and it works great. He's got great responses from the clients he's working with because it's him. Like imagine if there's yeah. somebody you work with. Imagine if that actually imagine if that brand sent you a video back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whoever's on the other end just throws up their throws phone. Up, they're yeah. like, hey, this sounds great. Like, yeah, let's chat yeah. about it more. Let's hop on a FaceTime or something. And now building that face-to-face relationship. Yeah, you've already made a face-to-face relationship by never meeting each other. Now when you walk through that door and you walk in, say, that marketing mm-hmm. agency, you walk you walk in, hey, Ian, nice to meet you. It's great to actually finally, you know, like they've seen See you person, already, yeah. but <laughs> seeing you in person, like they already know, like, and trust you. That's it. Mm-hmm. How do you get somebody to know, like, and trust you? And this isn't trying to be manipulative. This is just trying to understand that what people actually want is real relationships. They don't want somebody mm-hmm. to come in and just shoot a video for them. Yeah. Yeah. They so. want to build it and be able to utilize you and your skills over time, especially if it's a growing business, because they're going to get bigger and they're going to want to do more of these projects, hopefully, yeah. um, especially as like marketing turns a lot more towards video in the future. So I guess I, I kind of want to get, uh, um, keep going with that. Say you did a first video and you got in the mm-hmm. door with them. What, what do you think the next steps are as far as pursuing a long-term, you know, client with them? Like, how do you get these people to work with you long-term? Say you've already delivered, they love the product you have. What are the next steps from there? Cause again, you can shoot a video. It could go great. And then after three months, you never hear from the client again. So how do you keep that conversation going? I think one of the things is staying up with whoever your contact was. So like just staying in touch with them every once in a while, reach out. If there's holidays around that time, reach out to those people and just say like, hey, happy Thanksgiving, happy, Merry Christmas. Like be relevant in their lives. Be a friend. You're be right. a friend. Um, and that's going to keep you up to date. So like if the new product's coming out and they want to do a launch video or something, then they're going to be like, oh, oh yeah, Ian, he, he sends me emails all the time. Let me see what he's doing and see if he's available to shoot this product because you're relevant, you're top of mind. Um, so follow those people if you can, like on social media too, and like just comment on their posts, be relevant in their lives, and then you'll be relevant in theirs when they 
need projects done. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the best way to keep developing it. And if you notice that they're getting ready to do a big launch for something and you're hearing some buzz about it and they start posting things, feel free to reach out to them. I do that all the time. Like reach out and be like, Hey, you got this new product coming out. It looks awesome. Is there any way we can do something together on it? Yeah. And especially if you've already done something in the past and they liked it and they had a good experience, they're more than likely going to be like, yeah, sure. Let's get you in for this project. Um, cause if you're not, if you're not staying on top of them, you will, you'll just sort of fade off into the background and then whoever's the person that's emailing them and contacting them regularly, that's the person that's going to get the next shoot. Yeah. And you can't be butthurt about it. Like some people are like, Oh, mm-hmm. well they didn't, they didn't hit me up. That, that means they're done with me. It's like, well, you know, they, they could just be a different project, yeah. wrong project for you. Exactly. Also, yeah. it also could just be like, they have a thousand different things going on and they just totally forgot about it. Like I've had this happen with a client mm-hmm. even just recently, like something happened. I'm like, Oh, I wish I knew about that. Cause I could have went and filmed that for them. But they, mm-hmm. they have so much going on and other things going on in their life. Like running a business yeah (laughs) then they're not they're not always thinking like hey how can we do the next video how can we do the next video that's your job right right? so always don't and and do it in a way that's just like checking in just like you said how do i be friends with these people how do i make it so that i'm top of mind when a video project comes to mind and again Mm -hmm. that that might be like hey you know say the person you're in contact with gets married you're like hey congratulations that goes a long way like yeah. the little things matter it's not about always nailing the biggest job like that's just yep. the little things will will do i, I always try to like avoid doing all the like little tedious work but honestly the little tedious work will give you bigger ideas it'll get you to that next level that you're looking to get at mm-hmm. and if you avoid it it's just like when you go and work out if you avoid the little things like stretching and then you know eating right and all that stuff and you only just like you just want to go hard on the on the bench press yeah. nothing's gonna happen you're just right you, you might yeah your chest will get a little bit bigger but nothing else you're not gonna feel healthy you're not gonna your body's gonna kind of break down because you're not stretching mm-hmm. it's the little things that honestly add up in the end that get you to that bigger goal definitely and i think not putting all your eggs in one basket and just reaching out to one company you should be sending That's this true. to a ton of companies because there are a lot of them that it's not the right time for them they've already produced a video maybe this year and they don't have budget until next year mm. so like reach out to a lot of different places because one of them will bite and that can be your start into doing a lot more projects with them and then rel- related companies to their like industry or their niche um so don't like just, just focus on one place, really try and spread it out, which can be hard to sort of keep track of it and maybe even make a spreadsheet that's like, hey, these are all the places I reach out to. These are the people there and just kind of keep a checklist of them so you can keep up to date. And then, oh, next year comes around, email them again. Hey, yeah, we checked back we, in. We, right. we talked last year. You guys had already done a project. I'm wondering if you're doing another project this year that I can be a part of. Would love to help you guys out. And then move on from there from there yeah and, and again like you said that that company like for us we we reached out to a company we put a whole pitch deck together we went and we were just like hey we would love to do this for you guys mm-hmm. actually i think I, I wouldn't say annoyed but we hit them up a lot because they just didn't hit yeah. us back and like we we're like all right and, and again it, it, it got to a point where we we're just like hey this isn't it sounds like these guys aren't ready for us or it sounds like they're not the ideal person to work with right now yeah but we've put in all that work and we can take all that work we've done and go to another client and say, hey, we've put this together and just shop it around. Don't think that that one client that you, you're chasing after, or you're working for, all that yeah. work you did goes to waste. Because it honestly hasn't. You've, and you've, it's practice too. It is. It's just it's every time practice. you go out and talk to somebody, you reach out to somebody and you start those conversations, it's just the repetition. You'll get better and better at having those conversations and talking smoother and being more cohesive in your thoughts and your ideas and your creative and stuff like that. 
Um, and then you know what next steps to take. That's the biggest thing. Once, yeah. uh, once you get a yes, like, once you get that momentum, sometimes people aren't ready for that. Like they've mm-hmm. got no, 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 no. And then they get a yes and they're like, crap, what do I do? So they're like, yeah. okay, you said yes. What are the next steps? Have that next step ready. That's the biggest thing is like if you say you're mm-hmm. going to deliver on something and then the client's like, hey, let's get going. And then you're like, crap, how do I deliver? I don't, on this? I don't know what to do next. Then, then you're, you're, you're stuck. So have the game plan up until a mm-hmm. point. And then when they say yes, understand, hey, next steps are, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'll, I'm going to send you a couple things, a couple questions to kind of get started so I can understand, you know, where you guys are at and go from there. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, it's, it's just about understanding the client more that it, and on even a shoot yeah. day, you're going to understand more about them, understand what's the most important thing for them and help them achieve it you know, almost right away. Um, cause that's going to yeah. set up, you know, more things to, for them to be like, all right, they got the, the best shot of what I was looking for. Now I'm going to trust them to make sure the rest of the project's done and good. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, yeah, it's just a constant conversation. That's the biggest thing. This is yeah. a conversation. This isn't just about hitting record and having nice cameras on set. Yeah. And when you're reaching out to new people, it can be tough because you might not hear back from them for like a week at a time or something. And specifically with this client that you yeah. were just talking about, yep. you have to be persistent. This is like you were saying, like this, they're running a business. They're not focused on this aspect of it. Unless you're directly talking to the marketing team, then it's probably more relevant, but they're still doing tons of other stuff. They're planning trade shows. They're doing like pamphlets. They have the website to develop and stuff like that. So you have to be persistent. And there's a really fine line between being like, really persistent and and being annoying and just overdoing it. So really give them the time. So send an email. You don't hear from them for a week, send another email and check up, give them a call and just be like, Hey, haven't heard from you in a little while. Just wanted to see if we're still interested in doing this project together or whatever. Um, but you have to be persistent because these companies, they are, they're, they're running a company. They might have a hundred emails coming in today and you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what their schedule is like. They might be out of the office. They might be on vacation when you sent that email and then it got lost in the shuffle and now you have to sort of reintroduce yourself or whatever. And Um, you can try like give give them a call or send them a text depending on what your relationship with them is already or just be like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, is there anything that you guys need from me? Like, even if there was a past project and say, you know, you finished it, you sent it to them um, and they sent that, say it was an ad, they sent Mm -hmm. that ad out you wait like maybe a month or two months and you go, Hey, you know, how, how did that go? You know, did this convert? Like you guys were hoping, is there anything we can do better next time? Like, this is a, like I said, this is a conversation that you need to have with them because you're almost like somebody that's in their business, but also not like as videographers, we kind of jump around to like different businesses and you're here, you're there. And like, sometimes you need to give them an update too. be like, Hey, you know, if they're just like, Hey, this is what we're doing. You know, you'd be like, Oh, that's great. You know, I just finished this up and like key them in on their lives because Hey, maybe, Maybe they have a friend that, you know, they can introduce you to. Because, again, this is... It's a network. It's, it's a network, yeah. Spreading it out and just, like, having those connections. And that's where you don't... That's where you get that, you know, warm... You get that warm introduction, you know? Yep. you That person goes, hey, this guy did amazing work for us. I think he can do it for you. And then now you're already, you know, past the cold the cold call or cold whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, like I said, it, the, the communication is always key. And, I, and don't look past that. You're always going to get better. And if you're someone who's like shy, start out with the emails and then get on a call and then, you know, start sending them like different things here and there. But, you know, if you don't do it, you're never going to start. And then that's honestly sad because you might have an amazing product to, you know, show people. But Mm -hmm. if you're too scared to pick up a phone or too scared to send that email, you might not find that dream client. 
And that dream client is going to be a client that you can benefit, you can give value to, and you have a great time shooting for them. Yeah. And you can hopefully get value out of it as well and shoot projects that you want to be shooting. Because with these opens, like you should be going for people that already are interested in like a similar style as you and a simple, similar like product and stuff like that. Um, or a similar lifestyle, I should even say. Yeah. Um, which is just going to like, yeah, it's going to make you really enjoy and love what you do. Yeah. And then on the opposite side of things, like understand when to say no. There's a lot of times where people will fill their schedule up with things they don't want to do. And that will almost like hurt you from doing things you want to do because if you mm-hmm. if you should you, you do really need to understand when to say no to some certain things because i've had the issue with that is like i'll say yes to four or five things i really didn't want to do but i needed to fill my schedule and then a week before somebody calls me with a project i really want to do but i've mm-hmm. already said yes a month ago You're booked up yeah i'm booked up it's just like you need you almost have to take the risk and be open and you need to go out there and pursue people you want to work with. And that's something I haven't done the best at, but I'm trying to get better at. And again, this is just what's working for us right now. This will change over time. We're going to learn different strategies, even with that video idea that I just said. Yeah, I'm I think that's excited awesome, <laughs> to see how this works. I'm going to, I don't know if I can do it today or tomorrow, but I'm going to sit down in front of the camera, make it look really good, make the audio sound really clean, send them a link. And this is me explaining it. And honestly, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Cause if it's amazing and if it works really well, and I've made that connection, yeah. then I think everybody should be doing it. You know, at the end of the day, how do we create a, like a conversation that's going to go back and forth longer. How are they going to understand me quicker? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much how to, how to, you know, get your foot in the door. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else that you want to talk no, about I before think, we wrap it up? I think that was a lot, <laughs> a lot packed in there. I know we had to restart these cameras. So it's yeah. definitely probably close to an hour. Yeah. What are we at? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think with that, we can probably wrap it up. Yeah. Um, I don't know what our next video is going to be on, but we're definitely going to be talking about that um, whale project, kind of doing all the creative for it because we haven't quite sat down and sort of plotted that out of how that video is going to look. So we want to do it on here. Um, Yeah. And again, as always, hit us up. If you guys have creative mm -hmm. ideas that work for you in the past and like you have Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so curious. Like everybody does it differently. So, you know, what do you bring to the table? Um, We'd love to share it. We want everybody to get on the same level and and hopefully everybody can be creating more and, and more often. Yeah. So uh, follow us all on socials. There'll be links in like the show notes and in the descriptions down below. Uh, yeah. Thanks for checking it out and listening in. We'll uh, talk to you soon. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Siri. <Harry. laughs>